Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome back to What Goes Bump of the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen. And with me as always is... Riley Clark. And we are back with episode 97 of What Goes Bump of the Night. And it'll be the 7th edition of the SCP Foundation. Secure, contain, protect. And then this is where the Twilight song comes in. (laughs) That almost sounded like Batman. (laughs) (laughs) We need an SCP... SCP... We always say, I always say it wrong. S- yeah. I always want to say E for some reason. I don't know S-E-C-P-E for I-F-E Kauai. I don't know why Kauai. SCP Foundation song to introduce them. If any local artist or wide known from around the lands artists want to just, you know, drop us a new SCP Foundation song when we do these, please be my guest. I would enjoy the shit out of that. That's what I... I mean, who doesn't like a little new new and a fresh fresh? Right. Right. All right. So why don't we just jump on into this? Things are getting a little less fresh. It's stale, okay? You don't got to just say it out loud. But do we have any notifications before we start clearing into I mean, into other these? than freaking, there's a t-shirt contest out there, so you should probably go, like, comment, like it, do something, just so we can see your name. Gull darn it, people. You want a free t-shirt or not, get a fucking board and climb on this bandwagon and ride it all the way home. And I guess... We'll link it together. If you enter the t-shirt contest, now you're also entering yourself into a Bumpy Award. So You want a Bumpy Award. I swear to God. They're pretty fucking awesome. We might awesome. as well tie them together because they aren't made yet, so I can't make like a separate post. But Calling out you, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I know We're you're working on it, though. I just died them. I just died them. They good. look good already. We need to add the finishing twitches, but they'll be, they'll be ready to go. Episode 100. In, um, it's 97, right? Yeah, uh, four more episodes, and we're right there and ready to rip rare and go. Yeah, and Rick Van Winkle will be making a special appearance with the very famous WGBITN Channel Ten News. I think I said that right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I, did, right I didn't even look at it. I, just, I went straight off the. <laughs> we dome. got a cue card for that one. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I should make some cue cards for Rick, and that way he doesn't get stumble fucked in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, because you know he already is just. Oh, I'm gonna do it myself. No, like, no, I'm no, the best no, newscaster there no, is. I've got this, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, why don't we just jump right back into our SCPs? Because we left off on SCP-21, which was the worm. I think was or that how worm. you say it? Worm. I don't that, know if the R is silent or not. I don't know, but don't it was know. a a pretty fucking cool tattoo, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and tattoo it eats, eats tattoos. other tattoos. You know, I mean, sick. paid a lot of money for my tattoos, and I really appreciate it if you stayed away from them. But if I had a moving tattoo, I think I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> but this next one seems just as awesome as the last one, and this one is SCP Twenty Two: The Morgue. Special Containment Procedures A vault door has been installed following Incident 022-827 to seal SCP-22 in its to remain locked at all times, with the sole expectation being the appearance of an instance of SCP-022-1, the original door to SCP-22 was destroyed during an incident 
22827. With attempts at replacement being met with failure, security cameras have been installed to monitor, for instance, of SCP-22-1. In the event that an instance of SCP-22-1 appears, automated systems should incinerate it the moment it leaves SCP-22. At this point, the vault door may be unlocked to admit cleanup crews. Should the autonomized systems fail to destroy the instance of SCP-22-1, response teams are cleared to enter and neutralize it. Under no circumstance may any living human enter SCP-22 except at the order of a Class 4 personnel for testing purposes. Class 4 personnel may also order instance of SCP-22-1 to be captured and held. However, they may not be removed from SCP-22 containment facilities. Do you think 827 times they ran into an incident? And <laughs> that's why it's 827. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the 20 second month of the 827th day. Like, God damn it! <laughs> no this sense, keeps but... happening! What are we gonna do? <laughs> I don't know what the numbers would mean, but yeah. I feel like that's an amount of attempts or something. It's just trying to fuck off the entire On, like, time. like Wednesdays. Every Wednesday. <laughs> for 22 years it just attacked. It said, motherfuckers, I'm getting out today! Uh, the 827th Wednesday of the 22nd year. <laughs> like crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Alright, so the description of SCP-22 is a morgue in the basement of Redacted Hospital in Great Britain. Looks like we're going to Great Britain and we're going to go fucking scour all their morgues in hospitals. And have some tea. Have some tea and goblets. Shout out to our Great Britain listeners. Love you guys. I wish I had your accent. Or Ireland's. Ireland's pretty cool too. <laughs> Until 1980 blank, there were no reported anomalous occurrences within the morgue. Reports of strange activity were first received in November 1980 blank. The area was soon quarantined by the foundation with an office with an official story being released that the entire building had been condemned. The reason for the sudden manifestation of its strange properties remains under investigation. Periodically, a random drawer within the morgue will open to reveal Oh, drawer, sorry, not drawer. <laughs> Woo! That was a slip up. A drawer within the morgue will open to reveal a cadaver under a covered sheet. After approximately six minutes open, the cadaver will animate and attempt to leave the morgue. At this point, the cadaver is given designation SCP-22-1. In some cases, the cadaver will be too damaged or decomposed to successfully exit SCP-22, or even rise from the table it lies on. In this case, SCP-22-1 will typically struggle and twitch on the table until expiration occurs. Should an instance of SCP-22-1 expire while remaining on the table, the table slides back into the drawer, which then shuts. Reports indicate that the scent of burnt tissue is evident immediately following such an event. Well, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> that's terrifying. That's insane. It's like a... It it's a portal to hell and it's just yeah. like poof. it's like, like a body slot, it's a yeah. slot machine where it's just like you walk in and you're like Ooh, we're gonna get today Flunk. and then like all of like the lights go off and it's like ching, 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 ching. <laughs> <laughs> so, so bodies yeah i mean if if you like cadavers this is all for you boys and girls i i mean who doesn't like a dead body your cat is cute <laughs> getting all comfy 
The energy source that sustains instances of SCP-22-1 is currently unknown. Instances do not breathe, eat, or sleep, and their bodies produce no heat. Analysis of SCP-22-1 following expiration has discovered no abnormal organs or chemicals present. They appear to be fully human cadavers. Instances also possess physical strength that exceeds that of normal humans. They go straight Hulk mode. Through direct testing has proven problematic, researchers estimate that the strength increases to approximately 500 N, 112 pounds, of lifting force greater than what would be expected in a human body sharing a similar condition. Analysis is underway to determine if this effect is connected to the unknown power source or if it's entirely separate pheno- a separate phenomenon. When the body parts are severed from SCP-22-1, the portion with the greatest mass retains its effects. All other pieces become inert. Destruction of the header brain does not neutralize SCP-22-1. That's a fucking strong zombie. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Instead, the lower torso and limbs remain animate. Complete tissue destruction appears to be the only method successfully terminating instances of SCP-22-1. Left alone, instances of SCP-22-1 will simply expire. All motion ceases and they appear to become normal cadavers again. The amount of time this takes depends on how damaged the body is and the rate of decomposition and can take anywhere between two days and three weeks. Jeez. Whoa. Investigation has revealed that the bodies acting as SCP-22-1 match the description of cadavers reported to have been stolen from morgues across the country. What? What? <laughs> so they have bodies go missing and they just slot machine their way out of this one and they're just like, hey guys, I'm back alive. Fuck you. I'm going to eat you. It's like fuck some, you so, up. some type of portal through all morgues. Like, I wonder if it's like they like shut like in the other morgues that aren't SCP-22, they'll shut the door and like close the cadaver in there and they'll go back like an hour later to go do something again. They'll pull the it open and pull gone. it up. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? I know I'd fucking shit breaks. Yeah, you'd think someone wasn't dead. I what? Whoa! Oh my god! I ripped out all their organs. <laughs> oh fuck! I already cut this one open. Uh, the mechanism for this transfer is currently being researched. Adding any new matter to SCP-22 has thus far proved impossible. I wonder what that means. Any object that enters SCP-22 disappears shortly after passing through the door, leaving no trace. This includes inanimate objects, bio- biological specimens, see addendum 22-1 or 22-2. So long as the instance of SCP-22-1 possesses a functioning mouth, tongue, and trachea, it is able to communicate fully with researchers. See interview log 22-751 for details. Jesus Christ. Interview log 022-751. Each of the following interviews begins in much the same way. The instance of SCP-22-1 will typically be hysterical until Foundation personnel are able to calm slash restrain it. These portions have been omitted. March 1980-something. SCP-22-1-2. Dr. Halloway. <laughs> it's, we don't know, but he's now Dr. Hellraiser. Dr. Hellraiser. Dr. Hellraiser. <laughs> Notes, SCP-22-1. That's <laughs> the second instance of SCP-22-1. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't expect the accent. <laughs> oh, he's coming. Oh, the foundation God. discovered the first 
having been destroyed on site by Foundation Agents SCP-221-2. Had the body of an Asian male, approximately 54 years old. Its chest had been stitched up evidence of an autopsy. Dr. Halloway, please identify yourself! My my name is John blank. What what the hell is going on? Dr. Holloway. That's what we're trying to figure out, John. How'd you get into this state? I I don't know. I was driving my car coming home from never mind. I was driving and I crashed. Then what happened? Nothing. I woke up here. Please, this has to be So do you remember being in the car accident? Then woke up here in the morning? Do you have any idea how you got here, son? I didn't get here. Do you not get it? This isn't me. I'm not me. What do you mean you aren't you? At this point, SCP-221-2 became severely agitated and had to be physically restrained. Restrained. This required six agents due to the strength increase associated with the instances of SCP-22-1. Eventually, SCP-22-1 was calmed and the interview proceeded. Now, what... You please explain to me what you meant. This is not me. I saw my reflection in the steel. I'm not some old Asian. Fuck, this isn't me. Following the last statement, I was I'm not in some old Asian. What? I'm not some old Asian. Fuck, this isn't me. Wait, so he wasn't even in his own body? I, maybe, he, maybe he aged? His body aged? I don't fucking know. That didn't make any sense to me. Where he's just like, I'm not an old Asian fuck. <laughs> like, I don't get what he means. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we're going to find out. I don't know. Following the last statement, SCP-22-1-2 began to smash his head against the wall. <laughs> well, I don't think we're finding out. <laughs> I don't think so either. Once further restrained, it be, they called it it this time. Because <laughs> it's not it fucking real. It began to scream un- unintelligibly for several Several hours before falling silent, it continued to struggle, though apparently unable to speak for an additional six days until it finally ceased motion. During this time, it continued to decompose at a natural rate. At the examination of the body following this interview, was unable to determine as cause of death, as many of the internal organs had been removed. The only injury that did not appear to be a result of a previous surgery autopsy was a damaged trachea. So he smashed his head into the wall until his trachea broke? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I want to be the doctor this time. <laughs> All right. Date, March blank, 1980 blank. Interviewee, SCP-221-5, Dr. Gurgle. He's Dr. <laughs> Gurgle. <laughs> Notes, SCP-221-5, animated shortly after... D-5619 was sent into SCP-022. I don't know why I said zero. We never do that anymore. And subsequently disappeared. SCP-22-1-5 had the body of an approximately 12-year-old female (laughs) missing its right arm and a large portion of its torso. Following the incident with SCP-22-1-3, all instances of SCP-22-1 are physically restrained before (laughs) being introduced to valuable personnel with SCP-22-1-5 being no exception. Begin log. Dr. Gurgle, please state your name. 
What did you bastard do to me? <laughs> You're a twelve-year-old girl, <laughs> and you have the the gall of a twenty-nine-year-old Alabama man. <laughs> sure, Doctor Gurgle, please state your name. What the fuck did you do to me, Doctor Gurgle? We have done nothing to you. Now please state your name. You know who I fucking am, <laughs> Doctor Gurgle. Refresh my memory, then, please. I'm the guinea pig you just fucked up. Don't tell me you forgot me, Dr. Asshole. I'm changing his name. Dr. Asshole. Aren't you D5619? In the flesh. And for your information, jackass, my name is Reducted. (laughs) It's redacted right there, boys and girls. His name is not Redacted. (laughs) Now, change me back, you son of a bitch. Change me fucking back. End log. At this point, Dr. Asshole asked SCP-22-1-5 several questions to verify its identity. Through its identity, or, yeah, to verify its identity. Through its identity was confirmed to be that of D-5619. No further useful information was gained from SCP-22-1-5. It was kept in a holding cell until expiration two days later. After three weeks, the body of D-5619, animated as SCP-221-7. In a brief interview with SCP-221-7, it claimed to be an 89-year-old female. See, that thing didn't know what it was. Who the fuck do you think I am, sir? What 12-year-old girl's gonna say that? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, that was wild. So it's a a full-fledged morgue that brings people back and just says a big old fuck you to the doctors. But we still have two amendments to go that are going to explain more of what we've read so far. Hopefully it doesn't confuse us. They might. Who knows? <laughs> I'm already confused. <laughs> Amendum 22-001. A request had been submitted to create a new entrance to SCP-22 by removing a portion of the south wall. Request pending approval. Addendum 22-2. A pile of matter was discovered on the floor of the room directly above SCP-22. It has appeared to be or to contain all matter that had been sent into SCP-22, with the exception of humans. All materials appeared to be broken and worn down. Metallic components components were covered in large amounts of rust, with all biological parts being in various stages of decomposition. Testing revealed that the time between inserting an object into SCP-22 and it reappearing above the precisely 183 seconds. Humans who enter, however, do not appear in said pile. Instead, humans appear to become integrated into the morgue and may later animate as instances of SCP-22-1. Is this time travel? Is this a weird, weird, like, pocket of time traveling? If things come back and they're all rusty and shit 183 seconds later... If they disappear from a spot that they should be... Like, that's some type of wormhole shit. That's some weird fucked up morgue, show, morgue hole shit. That's, that's I mean, it's interesting. Because, like, the way they make it sound is that you put something in there, it appears above it relatively soon after you do it, and it's all fucking old and crusty and gold, like, just gross. But then humans come back as animated corpses. I wonder if they just go to some pocket dimension where it's just, like, a real fucked up bigger morgue. And then there's just, like, plague doctors, and they're, like, fucking with people. And then they just send them back out. And they're like, like, that's how they get their cadavers. This is where we got plague doctors from, too, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just making a complete asinine statement. But, I mean, it could be true. 
that one was interesting. Very, very interesting. But we might as well move on, because I think we're going to beat a dead horse too long if we talk about a time-traveling fucked-up morgue. <laughs> I honestly don't know what this next one even is. Like, not Neither. even close. The Black Shuck. What the fuck is a shuck? I don't know. I think we're going to find out. Oh, fuck, it's lucid, so it's not safe. <laughs> it's, it's not. I can tell you where they're not. I can safe. tell you where it's not. <laughs> it's not safe. It's not safe. All right, go ahead. Lead me in this. Let's see where we're at. Well, for some reason, this is crossed off. SCP-23 is to be contained in a standard 5x5 meter containment unit. Why? So this changed. I've never seen it crossed out without it being, like, redacted in black blocks. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. They just decided, all right, we're not... Actually, it's correct that it's got to be bigger. <laughs> SCP-23 is to be contained in a walled-off intersection of two corridors on site blank with at least three meters of space in each direction and false doors at three of the four ends the in addition to the real door security door cameras will be placed in maintenance above all four doors i'm already lost <laughs> like what? so it started off what? Eh. Thing ain't a no black big of a truck deal. is in a hallway with doors all around it what the fuck is happening at all times, SCP-23 eye sockets are to be filled with spherical inserts made of hard rubber. What? Eye inserts <laughs> must be replaced as they de- degrade. Degradation can be monitored by measuring the brightness of the burning effect as observed by security footage. Brightness greater than 12 candle requires... I, I don't even know what that yeah. is. Candela? Candela? I don't know. I think it's just candle. I don't know. <laughs> they burn Requires candles. that the inserts be replaced within 12 hours. Eye inserts are the o- are only to be replaced individually and only after the sun is completely set. Personnel are not to look directly into eye sockets of SCP-23 at any times. Following incident 2327, all reflective surfaces include display monitors and Eyewear of any sort are not permitted within 30 meters of SCP-23 cell. This includes monitors linked to security cameras within its enclosed security personnel posted at, at all checkpoints outside both corridors were in force and adhere to this measure. Experimenting involving SCP-23 has been suspended indefinitely. Wow, that is one of the most complex containment procedures we've read yet. I googled Chuck, <laughs> and I don't understand what it would be at all yet. <laughs> Definitions, North American. An outer covering such as a husk or pod, especially in the husk of an ear of corn. The fuck is a shuck? I, I, all right, we're just going to have to Apparently it has eye sockets. I, that's why I'm like, is it like a mask? And it apparently burns like the light of the sun. <laughs> I fucking guess. I don't know. Okay. So. Are we reading the incident? Do you want to read the incident before we go to the description? I think we should. Let's see. It's not very long, so... We'll get oh, no, it's not. Us. We can fly through this. All right. Incident 23-27. SCP involved. SCP-23. Personal involved. Dr. Blank. We're going to call him Dr. Husk. Dr. Husker. Dot blank, blank, blank. Location, site blank. Description. Timeline of events. At, I don't, I guess, 10? 
Sometime <laughs> in the past. All blanked. At sight blank. <laughs> Timeline of events. A pair of glass eyeballs are inserted into the eye sockets of SCP-23 by two D-class personnel. Glass eyes take on the orange-red glow similar to what SCP-23's real eyes looked like before removal. Jesus Christ. Molten glass begins to run out of SCP-23's eye sockets. What? I don't know. Dead expunged. Appear on the all appear on all lenses, windows, mirrors, monitors, and glass surfaces is sight blank. Uh, what? <laughs> six twelve, which I think it's six minutes in. Evacuation of sight blank ordered. Jesus Christ. And then seven minutes. Yeah, and then at seven minutes, sun visible over horizon. D class personnel sent in to check the area around SCP 23's enclosure. Dead expunged, gone. Only trace of SCP 23 is a burnt section of floor around a puddle of colored glass. Dr. Husk. <laughs> Date blank, 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 excuse me. It's my fault. I have doomed my research team and possibly the rest of the facility. All that's left to keep trying. We must contain SCP 23. Note, on blank, 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 one year after the incident of 23-27, blank personnel were inter- in- were interred in an unmarked mass grave outside site blank. Jesus Christ. What the <laughs> fuck is this thing? It barely, it had eyes. Now it doesn't. When they got it, they didn't think it was any big oh deal. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I read ahead a little bit. <coughs> You're not going to believe what a description of this is. <laughs> You're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Without All right, further let's ado, figure out what it is. Description of SCP-23 is a large, sexless, shaggy canine <laughs> with <laughs> black fur. <laughs> it has bright orange, red eyes, prom- prominent teeth. Now it doesn't have eyes It's because they pulled them out. I don't fucking get it. Anytime an individual makes eye contact with SCP-23, either that person or member of the immediate family will die exactly one year after the eye contact is broken. Research into the method of selection is incomplete due to the moratorium on experiments. But the available data suggests that having a larger immediate family lessens the chance of individual making eye contact themselves dying. And neither a pattern nor a preference in victim types have been found. This may indicate that SCP-23's victim is designated entirely at random. But it is unknown whether the selection occurs at the beginning or the end of the one-year time period. Attempts to terminate an individual who have made eye contact with SCP-23 and their entire immediate family before the one-year period has ended data expunged. Autopsies of individuals killed by SCP-23's effects show that while outwardly appearing unharmed, their remains have been filled in with highly compacted ash, including but not limited to all organ systems and circulatory system. Muscle tissue, bone, and brain tissue universally show signs of exposure to temperatures above blank Celsius. If not contained in a setting that at least superficially resembles a crossroads, SCP-23 will phase through walls to get to the nearest suitable location, incinerating all materials it passes through. That's a scary dog. 
This is a terrifying dog. <laughs> SCP-23 was first brought to the Foundation attention when it attacked a church in blank while it was in session killing blank civilians directly and redacted as a result of eye contact following retrieval SCP-23 Class B amentics were administered to all witnesses and surviving victims. The incident was covered up as a case of arson. I just don't understand why it's so specific <clears throat> on who it kills. I, I Well, I guess, like, if you're just the unlucky person to make eye contact with it, it's like somebody in your family's dying. Maybe you. Maybe one of your family members. But, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, a dog that melts anything it comes in contact with phasing through walls... To find somebody to stare at until you break the fucking stare contest, and then it's like, gotcha. <laughs> Your family's gonna die now. And like, or you. Why would. Sure. Does it not have eyes that are like really there and they just like plop things into the eye holes? Like, why what is the it a dog? Fuck? Why is it a dog? <laughs> I don't get it. What the fuck? I, it's hard to believe. But, like, it's Demon Dog. It's, it's 100% a hellhound. A hellhound. Yeah. Like, without saying it's a hellhound, it's a fucking hellhound. I don't know why they call it a black shuck. Just call it a fucking hellhound. Because <laughs> that's fucking demonic as shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at me. Someone in your family is going to die. And then I'm going to oh burn this God. church down. <laughs> well, the fact that it chose a fucking church and just started, like, all right, I'm going to walk through this guy. Oh, he's Ash. Oh, I'm going to kill your family. Oh, their insides melted. Like, okay, that's not fucking hellhound. You're telling me that's a black shook? You're fucking shook, bro. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Sorry, I got really animated there, but, like, holy shit, that one got me fired up. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to go on to the next one. Because, Jesus Christ, that one's hard to wrap my head around. The amendums are probably more of the I'm same just, bullshit. I'm just mad that they didn't call it a hellhound. And they sent us on this wild goose chase. They had just every opportunity. Say, it's a dog. They and I was like, every opportunity. why a shuck? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, call it a, a black dog. I don't know. Anything. A black Demon hellhound. dog. The fire breath dog. I don't know. <laughs> the ins, the inside incinerator. I don't know. Fucking, I could come up with a better name than Black Shook. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Number 24. Kind of upset about that one. <laughs> Just a little. But this one's interesting. It's the game show of death. Take it away, buddy. Special containment procedures. Due to its nature, SCP-24 cannot be moved to a secure location, so security measures must be placed on site. To conceal its location, five identical-looking replicas have been erected around SCP-24. A tight security parameter must be maintained around SCP-24's compound at all times, with separate security teams guarding SCP-24 and its repl replicas. None of the security teams, except for team leads, will be informed of the location of SCP-24. SCP-24 must be a secured with magnetically sealed blasted doors and reinforced armored walls Jesus to prevent Christ. unauthorization entry. Under no circumstance can any security or research personnel enter SCP-24. Only D-class personnel are allowed to enter, and strictly for research purpose only. All researchers 
are to observe and experiment with SCP-24 <laughs> from the remote observation lab. Any personnel attempting to leave the remote observation lab or enter SCP-24 without prior approval from a level 4 researcher must be immediately apprehended with terminization authorized. Click, click, pa-pow. They killing you. <laughs> they they capping your we ass. We already learned this, that the they SCP don't give a fuck about you. Foundation don't give a fuck about you, and they will cap your ass without even questioning it, and then probably use your body to throw it into the morgue to see if you come back reanimated as a zombie. <laughs> it almost sounds like they're just like, go in there, go ahead, go back in there, go play this death game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should containment be breached or SCP-24's true nature be compromised then the entire compound must be destroyed via specialization demolition charges planted throughout the compound so a nuke (laughs) a tactical nuke is what it sounds like Uh, from what we've heard i don't think they really care they'll drop a nuke they'll fucking wreck your whole city they will they have a procedure to end the world yeah, that's true. That's very true. Should the zombie apocalypse ever break out, they're going to tactically nuke every major city in the, the world. Because <laughs> apparently they got it like that. Plus, they have a bunch of, like, I don't know, biological fucking monster weapons that'll fucking eat you alive no matter what. Like, I don't know, we've read, what, 20 fucking three of these all now? All of them have broken reality. Yeah, and they're all mind fucks in their own. Okay, so the description of SCP-24 is an ab- a- abandoned soundstage that was once owned by blank. I'm gonna say PC Barnum. <laughs> However, I was gonna S- say Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson could have owned this soundstage too. I I actually like Thriller a little better. So. <laughs> <laughs> However, SCP-24 itself had been abandoned since 19 blank. Sounds more like a Michael Jackson time. And it's unknown whether its special properties manifested before or after the abandonment. SCP-24 is located in the heart of blank, blank, and was initially discovered when a group of teenage youths broke into the abandoned compound. The testimony of the lone winner, oh no, (laughs) when she turned herself into the police was enough to have the foundation assets mobilized to contain SCP-24. Upon entering SCP-24, visitors are immediately greeted by an, anon- an anonymous announcer who communicates via intercom and is able to hear comprehend the voices of people within SCP-24. The announcer will inform the contestants that they are about to take part in a game show in which the winners will win fabulous prizes, but will also warn that the game be extremely hazardous and that losers will never leave SCP-24. It is at this point the announcer presents the choice of whether to stay or leave. SCP-24 contestants who accept will continue to participate in the game, while those who decline are immediately expelled from SCP-24. Contestants contestants that win the game or decline to participate may never enter SCP-24 again. As entry is denied by an impenetrable invisible barrier. Well, that's something straight out of a fucking video game. (laughs) It's like the scariest game of Saw ever. I was just (laughs) thinking that. I was like, this is a fucked up game of Saw where you like you got Jigsaw just like sitting up in like the the like the high end where they like do all the drama bullshit and they're like he's like playing with all like controls, turning lights on and bullshit like that. And then like a little guy rolls out on a a tricycle with his weird mask and he's like, You wanna play a game? And he's actually a you look closer and he's actually a monkey he's just a big little monkey is it or it is then the contestants 
It is then that the contestants are led to the actual game. The style, composition, and appearances of the game always change in every individual playthrough. That's fucking awesome. But the game is always centered around a long, elaborate obstacle course that contestants must navigate through. It is fucking saw. Yup. The rules are very... Or the rules also vary. Some playthroughs may only allow a single winner, while others encourage the creation of teams to win the game. More often than not, the obstacles seen in the games range from incredibly benign to extremely hazardous and life-threatening. As the contestants attempt to negotiate negotiate the course, the announcer will continuously update their status and activity actively participate in the game, often giving advice covering with conversing fuck conversing with the contestants and adding new rules (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) well I fucking dropped the ball I would lose that game instantly as the game progresses the obstacles become significantly more dangerous and difficult to overcome and it is not surprising to have an entire pool of contestants succumb to the rigors of the obstacle course if such event occurs the announcer will express sadness at the lack of a winner, and SCP-24 will shut down, resetting only when a new batch of contestants enter. Any attempts to break the rules, such as assaulting other contestants and deliberately bypassing obstacles, are met with extreme violence. <laughs> the announcer will call out offending contestants, and will who will quickly and forcefully ejected from the course by studio guardians... <laughs> Jesus Christ. These studio gardens will immediately materialize with an SCP-24 when called upon by the announcer and disappear when they're not needed. The contestants will never be seen again. When a winner is declared, he or she will receive a random grand prize. Any contestants that have survived the course but have failed to win are immediately declared losers by the announcer. The lights will switch off and the winner will immediately appear outside of SCP-24 with his or her prize while the losers completely disappear. Jesus. However, the most mysterious aspect of twenty-four of SCP-24 is that every game, a VHS tape or DVD will appear in the mailbox outside of SCP-24's main entrance. The recording is a complete record of the entire game that was previously played. Even though winners have claimed that they have never had never seen any cameras or recording devices in S- inside SCP-24. Also, more strangely, a live studio audience can be seen in the background cheering on the contestants. Again, winners have claimed not to have seen a live studio audience while inside SCP-24. Okay, that's freaking so cool, bro. The losers are probably the fucking people in the attendance, and the fact that they don't see them while they're fucking playing is creepy. The VHS, t- I-, I mean, if I won, I'd probably want to watch it. I'm not not trying to be morbid, but be like, check out what how good happened? I did. Like, You're like, yeah, you don't even remember it. So, like, we should do this to you prisoners. if you don't remember. If did you do it? If you don't remember, death row inmates should have to play this game. <laughs> Very hot take, but like. That sounds like a fucking interesting. Like, hey, you're all put to death anyway. The winner gets like, I don't know, not to die in a fucking death game. <laughs> you're going back to jail or prison for the rest of your life. But like, you won, bro. Like, good job. You can have like ten dollars in commissary, but you don't even know you did it. But you won't even know you did it because they get mind wiped. I mean, it doesn't sound like the winners get mind wiped, but I'm sure the SCP has some type of mind wiping device. Yeah, SCP's gonna mind wipe you regardless. God, that's fucked. Like that's it. 
the dying part not cool but like if we were to walk into like an old abandoned place and we were like yo check this out we get to play this fucking crazy game and like we had invulnerability where we don't get hurt or die like i'd fucking take part in it i'd be like fuck yeah i'm gonna beat you but like the whole death aspect of it really puts a damper on that it does but i i don't think i could ever play freaking saw's game either i just want to know like was there like what what were the games that they played like pitfall like swing the rope over the, the like the alligator pit type shit or like was it like hey this is like a legit obstacle course we gotta walk on a balance beam above a, a thing of spikes were they doing like some indiana jones shit like running down a a cave with a rock chasing them oh, and they had what like... was that one game called it was on MTV like a long time ago where they like it was like a, a Japanese game show but they had like American announcers like um, dub MXT. over it MXT yeah what if it's like that <laughs> but it's like super super dangerous like not many people were good at it I love that show that show is the fucking tits if you've never seen it go I think it's on like what is it here's what happens <laughs> Oh my god. Or is it like this? You get a bear trap around your neck and you're like, yeah, cool. Alright, I gotta win. No, if you've never seen MXT though, or go on Amazon. Or is it Rick Van Winkle this whole time and Billy's Fuck. the guards? That would be fucked up. Fucking Rick, man. Ew. Hello, welcome to WGBITN Channel 10 Nightly News. This is your host, Rick Van Winkle, and boys and girls. It seems Billy and I have stumbled upon a quite auspicious location where it seems that Billy is going to be a contestant in this fine, fabulous game show. Uh, I thought we were here to do a report. Uh, Billy, I see you down there on stage. Uh, what? Just, just hold on a minute. So, with that being said, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. Billy, there is a wheel behind you. Could you, uh... Whoa, how did this get here? Uh, don't ask questions, Billy. This is a great night for all game shows around the world. I know everybody will see this because there will be a VHS tape. And why what don't you, are you uh, talking about? Billy, don't ask questions. Spin the damn wheel. Uh, what the... <laughs> um, what are the... <laughs> virus cocktail? Don't forget about abduction and anal probing. <laughs> this CSCP agent. What the... What? Anal asphyxiation. What? You could win. It could be a big winner. We will give oh. you your prize after that. If you are to hit this one. Oh a millionaire. That don't sound bad. Shot to space. Oh. Or a world calamity. Now that <laughs> one is that one is a big winner for everyone watching in attendance here. Uh, do I spin it? Spin the wheel, Billy. See what you win. All right, this is weird, but big we're gonna money, big do money, it. Big money, big money, big money. Spinning. 
That's my winner! Well, Billy, you've seemed to dodge a bullet. Well, can we play again? Can I win multiple prizes? Ladies and gentlemen, he wants to go again. Spin it, Billy. Yeah, yeah, let's go. I wonder what I won with a small winner. <laughs> Big winner! Big oh winner! My goodness. Let's go! I'm winning! Let's go! I'm a gambling man! You know this rig, let's spin it again! He wants to ride the hot hand, folks. Spin it again, Billy! Spin it! It's triple or nothing. Let's go! This fucking guy. Come on. No. No. Billy. Doomsday! Doomsday? <laughs> it seems that there will be a worldwide Why calamity. are people cheering? Because, Billy, two out of three ain't bad, but the three... What does doomsday mean? ...ends the world. Can I spin again? Billy, <laughs> we're about to be wiped off the face of the earth by a very large meteorite. And this, folks, has been the Game Show of Wonders. Thank you, thank you. I'm your host, Rick Van Winkle. Our contestant who is about to die is Billy. And I will I'm sign about off. about to die? I'm a big winner. What's that in the sky? It looks like doomsday. Oh, Bye. No. <laughs> well, Billy was a winner until he wasn't a winner. Man, just... Going all in, just doubling down. I mean, Keep you go that to man a, out of that's casino. That's what I'm saying. You go to a casino, you get you get hot for a minute, and you start pulling money, pulling money. And you're like, "Fuck yeah, I could do this all night." They're gonna cop me a room, you know, give me all their money, and then you lose it all. Good thing Rick's okay though. We need him in a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't know how a worldwide calamity will affect his newscasting, but like, I want to say there's probably a doomsday bunker around there. I mean, he did get teleported from the sounds of it, because, I mean, Billy couldn't see him, so who knows? Yeah. Is Rick magic? Oh, fuck. Is he a sorcerer that we don't know about? I don't know. The world may never know. But if you ever walk into this place, like, make don't sure play. You, don't if play. you win, get you out. Win. You win. Get the fuck out. Yeah, if you go to a casino and you win, get the fuck out when you win. Don't. Don't go, but I, I won $1,400. Like, I just want to play another hand because another hand turns into, well, I lost that one. I got to get my money back. Go to... for sports betting, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any good luck with that. I've, I've put in probably like three grand over the past year, and I've probably lost about $400 all time. And then when I was winning, I was so happy. I was betting on Chinese basketball and soccer and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was bad. I was really trying to win. I just... I'm not good at it. Uh, yeah, I don't bet on sports. It's fun. I, I will say times, it's fun. It's it's a rush. It makes sports was, watching fun. It was fun. like new. Was yeah, when they allowed it and they're like, yo, you guys can bet on sports. It's like, fuck yeah, wow, I'm betting on totally sports. we totally got derailed off this episode here. Yeah, because, you know, you got to bet on the Lions and then they yeah. win three fucking games and you're like, Freaking why did I ever Lions. bet on the Lions? Gosh, I should have bet on Aiden Hutchinson being picked, though. That would have been a big money day. Mm hmm. And if you're going to play a parlay, don't make five parlay bets at once play one parlay do three easy wins and get your money and get out like you might not win five grand or like ten grand off of like a ten dollar bet but like you know fucking hard those are to hit that's where i lost all my money all right enough of the betting because i'm not a betting man 
But I bet either. Rick and Billy are going to fucking swing it out of the park next time they come around because they're two fucking fine stallions that run a goddamn great channel news. Yeah, they've been... It's been a long time since they had an episode. They've probably been preparing for this big event they're having. You think they found it and, they're, and like before they went in, they were like, you know what we could do here? We could run a fucking sick-ass game show. And they walk in and all of a sudden, like, it's all like already transporting them to like another like place technically where it's, it's probably like, in the nice. morgue ah shit fucking morgue or the abdominal stomach <laughs> <laughs> the abdominal stomach oh my god well people it's been great sorry we didn't go live for this episode but we're sweaty it's hot out <laughs> <laughs> we just decided not to do that today because we might have been you know live streaming with our shirts off so you, you might not want to see my chest fuzz. <laughs> That's all I got to say. But we absolutely love you, Night Crew, and thank you for all of your support. And we continue to push to 10,000 downloads. Get yourself a T-shirt. Go to our social media. Give us a like. Go share our stuff so your friends can listen to us too. And all that like normal promotion stuff that every podcaster does. <laughs> All that normal promoting we usually don't do, but do it, I guess. We're doing it now, our way. And you can find us on, like, every podcast <coughs> streaming service there is, like, Apple just, Podcasts. Just fucking Google What Goes Bump the Night Podcast. Yeah, we're popular enough now that if you Google us, we show up. So, yeah, which is good. good feeling. Which is cool. We're, weren't we ranked, like, 83rd on the top 100, like, podcast yeah, so by the news feed thing feed post FM, that's what it is they ranked us 57th out of 80 57. of the top scariest podcasts to listen to in 2022 we beat out some big names too honestly and i was yeah. very surprised very happy with that and it's all it's also guys. really cool to be in a list with some big podcasts that we're inspired by yeah last podcast and left was number one lore. no sleep yeah lore uh, there was a couple Jim other Harold's campfire. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was one that we beat out that I was very surprised because I had listened to their anthology a long time ago, and it does very well, and it's still doing well. And I was like, there's no way we beat them. But apparently we did, according to uh, FeePost. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah. The future is going to be so bright. Just the like the Black so Show. bright and probably like something new coming pretty soon that we're doing – I don't know if we should announce it yet or not. It's hard not to because I really want to. <laughs> I really want to say something about it on this episode, but I don't know if I should. I think maybe we should keep it a secret because we don't. Yeah, we're going to keep it a we're secret for a now. Secret. Oh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry, but you're going to have to wait until the next time we talk to you for you to know about what's going on. But some things are happening with podcasts and our stuff that we do on YouTube. Our stuff. That you might have seen. <laughs> like looking for ghosts and stuff there's a good hint <laughs> <laughs> we might be doing that like soon and we may have shouted someone out last episode and we're super excited to bring him along and that's travis and he's gonna Woo! record everything for us to be freaking awesome yeah and we're doing yeah, that yeah. like really soon yeah, yeah. and it might be places you're familiar with with people that you're familiar with uh, maybe a little it's unfamiliar be, with but maybe we familiarly unfamiliar like if you 
yeah. Jesus, these hints are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're super excited about it, and if we could tell you, we know you would be too. So hopefully this is enough to get your juices flowing. <laughs> if we can tell you by indirectly telling you, you kind of know, but you don't know. You know, but you don't. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> but if you don't know. I-K-Y, I-K-Y. Then you should probably keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Bye.